Welcome to the Ike Badgers Podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, and you are listening to the Badgers and Friends Podcast series from Ike Badgers. That's 12 weeks, 12 episodes, 12 players, 12 tremendous conversations. And we're getting right to it. Today we sit down with Fayon Hicks, cornerback who is coming back next season to ball out for Wisconsin. So subscribe today, tell a friend what's going on, 12 Badgers, 12 weeks, let's go. But first, I want to talk about my good friends over at Fairway Mortgage and Team Get It Done. Jimmy Ryan, host of the Get It Done podcast, is leading these conversations with CEOs, with hardworking individuals, essentially people that know how to get it done and who have sweat and persevered in their industry to get to the top and they want to share their stories with us so make sure to subscribe on apple Podcasts or spotify that's the get it done podcast from jimmy ryan and team get it done and now cage take it away fan hicks welcome to the show how you doing man i'm doing good man how you doing I'm doing great. Uh, we really want to thank you for coming on. Uh, for those that don't, don't know Fan, he's a key member of the Wisconsin secondary, helping lock down receivers on the outside so guys like Keanu Benton and Jack Sandborg can go and get sacks. And today we're going to tell his story. My name is KJ Eichstead. We're here with Fan Hicks, and you are listening to the Ike Badgers podcast. So, Fan, you're from Pembroke Pines, Florida, a state where you know, premium talent exists for the sport of football and the Badgers, despite being in the North do surprisingly well recruiting out of there. So taking it back to your recruitment, you ended up receiving some offers from various schools, such as Florida international, Iowa state and more before uh, ultimately choosing to commit to Wisconsin. And we're very happy you did. So, you know, much like a guy like Chris Orr, you left the warm for the cold. So what made you decide to leave sunny Florida for the North? And was it an easy or a difficult decision for you? Man, it, it took a lot. It took a lot in me to, to come up north to the cold, man. I, I wasn't used to it when I, when I first came. But a lot had to do with, you know, I wanted to experience something different all my life. You know, I don't play under the sun, Miami. So, you know, I kind of want to come up north and see what, you know, Big Ten football was all about. Um, and I kind of wanted to experience a, a college town and, and Madison, you know, had, had I kind of felt that uh, here when I took my visit. So, you know, that, that was a big thing for me. You know, Madison's a great place, great college town. Yeah. You know, everybody here shows love. So that was a really big thing for me. Yeah, man, it's a special place. Uh, actually got rated the number one college town. I'm sure you heard of that. I hope it's been living up to the billing. <laughs> no, it, it most definitely have. Yeah, we're, we're, we're happy about that. So how much did growing up and playing against Florida speed help prepare you for the Big Ten? Um, it, it most definitely helped me a lot growing up in Florida. Um, we kind of pride ourselves on, on being fast. Um, you know, football for us you know, down south is, is year-round. You know, we don't have the snow like you guys. So, you know, when, once the season's over with, you know, we either run a track or playing 707. And you know, that's kind of like the culture down there. So it, it helped me a lot to you know, come to the Big Ten. Now, there's some some fast guys in the Big Ten, but, but nothing compared to Florida. Yeah, and that's not even really something we'd argue with. You know, it's just kind of a fact. Like, 
people people down there, the talent on there, they have speed and there's speed everywhere, but it's just kind of one of those hotbeds for it. Uh, real quick, you mentioned track and it made me think of Jonathan Taylor running track. If you were to play any sport that wasn't football or if you maybe were to you know, pursue something in the off season, have you ever thought about what that might be? Um, it definitely would be track. And I kind of looked looked into it here, you know, talked to coach about it. You know, they kind of wanted to focus on football, but you know, that's still a, a dream of mine is around track. So I'll see if I could do it this year. But it's, it's definitely track something I would do if it wasn't for football. Yeah, I, I bet you it'd be one of those things that uh, you know translates maybe more than a different sport. So as we've talked about with guys recently, like Sanborn, Keanu Benton, uh, Wisconsin has this, you know, glowing reputation for developing players, you know, taking anyone, whether it's a walk-on, whether it's a one-star, two-star, three-star, four-star recruit, you know, maybe they were even off the radar completely. And we've seen time and time again, maybe it's even a transfer. These guys, they, they develop them. Uh, they turn them into NFL caliber players and also really tremendous young men. So, one of our favorite questions to ask is like, what was it like when you first got to Madison and were there any, un, uh, excuse me, upperclassmen who took you under their wing? Yeah. So, well, first I enrolled early. So you know, I kind of jumped straight into the code and I haven't experienced anything lower than 45 degrees until <laughs> I came to Madison. So <laughs> I think my first day on campus, it was like, I think one degrees or two degrees. It was kind of crazy. So um, that was kind of got time for that. <laughs> no, nah, not at all, man. And it was actually my first time experiencing snow, so that was a plus. And um, I say a couple guys took me on day when I first came in. Um, most definitely uh, Derek Tindall, from the helm being from where I'm from. And um, when I came in, Soldier Soldier and Shelton was still training for the uh for the job, and I kind of spent a lot of time with him before he you know went off and. and and did his thing. So those two guys definitely took me under their wing and you know, kind of showed me, showed me the ropes. Yeah, that's really cool. I remember both those guys actually, like two playmakers. That's that's kind of how I would describe them. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what do you remember most about your Camp Randall debut? Man, it would be definitely running out of the tunnel and experiencing all those fans. It was like 80,000 uh, night game, Friday night game. Uh, we played uh, Utah State. It was it was crazy. So that was, it, it was. I mean, I couldn't even put it into words. I, I remember I was nervous. Yeah. And I registered that y'all knew I wasn't playing. I still was nervous, man. It was it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was a. Uh, it's just crazy how like, you know, it's different for everybody, but but they all kind of describe this feeling of just like chills or kind of just something special about it running out the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, do you have any message for, you know, the fans just kind of in limbo right now? You know, they want to get back to Camp Randall, support you guys. Obviously, some stuff in the world's going on, and they're they're not really able to do that like they're used to. Do you have any message for them, maybe? Man, just just keep supporting us. You know, we're going to do some special things coming up this season. And when they do let the fans back into the stadium, please show up <laughs> before the second quarter. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, man, I, I love the fans, man. These fans have been amazing for the past four years that I've been here, and I wouldn't, you know, choose any other fan base. Man, that means a lot. Uh, we feel the same about you guys, you know, because I mean, even someone like Ike, you know, we're just normal people. That you guys are, 
you know, giving us your time. You're helping us out. And, and that, re- that really means a lot to us. I think uh, the whole Wisconsin community and beyond uh, w- would have a lot of similar stories over the years, whether it's, you know, Russell Wilson or, or guys like Melvin Gordon or, or even, you know, uh, Adam, your teammate doing those meals for the, for the people. Um, just, just a really good uh, tradition of giving back. So, so taking it back to the field for a sec. One of the most overlooked stats, in my opinion, for cornerbacks is tackles as their role is primarily seen as covering guys and defending passes. And we've seen ultra talented defensive backs be great at covering, but lack, you know, the ability to bring down a ball carrier, or maybe they, they don't like getting in those big hits or something. And you're someone who has always had a healthy amount of tackles. So that being said, fan, how much pride do you take in your tackling ability? And is it something you actively work on? Man, it's something we actually work on in practice every day, uh, especially here at Wisconsin. If you're going to play Big Ten football, you know, as a corner, you, you got to tackle. You know, it's a must. You know, these, these boys in the Big Ten, you know, they, they big, so <laughs> you got to know how to tackle. And that's something uh, I do try to pride myself on. That's something I try to work on. You know, I want to be able to, you know, not only just be able to cover, but tackle because I know that would just be a plus on my side and, and for the team. Yeah, man, as a as someone who grew up in Packers country, uh, you know, one of the, the frustrations of our defense, which was actually a really good playmaking defense, is just occasionally guys missing tackles. And I think every every fan of football anywhere could could share that frustration on a play here and there. But, yeah, that's something that I think will serve you well, um, you know, as long as you play the game. Uh, so so here's a little bit of a more broad question, but I'm curious to hear it in your own words. How would you describe the difference in styles from SEC teams to Big Ten teams. What do all Badger fans need? A great place to watch the game, of course. That's where our good friend Jeff Johns comes in. Jeff is one of the hardest working realtors serving Madison, Milwaukee, and everywhere in between. If you're looking to buy or sell your next home, condo, or investment property, Jeff is the guy to talk to. For a free, no-obligation market review of your home or buyer consultation, you can reach out to him at 262-442-2700. Again, that's 262-442-2700. Jeff Johns of EXP Realty. Tell him we sent you. Brian Butcher, I've worn a lot of apparel throughout my career, and I can tell you this. Iron Jack is the most advanced performance gear I've ever worn. It infuses pure silver into all of its gear throughout a proprietary process called Silver Ion Technology, which kills 99.9% of the bacteria and fungus caused when you sweat. For the lifetime of the gear, no other brand offers this world-class antimicrobial protection, comfort, and performance. Join Iron Jock Nation and get yours at ironjock.com. That's ironjoc.com. Iron Jock, it's what's inside. How would you describe the difference in styles from SEC teams to Big Ten teams? Hmm. Uh, honestly, I'd say the SEC, they, put, they pass the ball a lot more than the Big Ten. But I, honestly, in my opinion, I feel like it could go hand-in-hand. Hand. I, I really think the Big Ten can easily compete with the SEC. Um, you know, I think we're more competitive in a way. Uh, but the SEC does have speed, and you know that's kind of been like the edge these past few years. But I think now, I think we can compete with them. You know, they, the SEC kind of had that title of being the best, but I think uh, the Big Ten is right up there. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I, I definitely give the SEC their respect, you know, but the Big Ten, I think you could make a huge argument that it's probably the second best conference out there. And, you know, teams like Ohio State going toe to toe with anybody, teams like Wisconsin, you know, giving Ohio State huge trouble. One of these years, we're going to overtake them. Uh, we're really excited for when that time comes. But, but yeah, it's just kind of cool to, to hear how you perceive it. Um, so the Badgers, you know, they've developed talent all over the board, whether it's, you know, guys like skill positions, running backs, um, whether it's guys on defense, whether it's guys on the offensive line or defensive line. Who is the best Wisconsin receiver you've ever gone up against in practice? That's uh, without a doubt, Quintana Cephas. Yeah. Quintana Cephas is what I thought the best Wisconsin receiver I went up against. And it's not even close, you know, just the, the intensity he brought in practice every day, man, he got every, everybody better. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys where when you looked at him on film, even just watching the games, you know, it doesn't even have to be like you're looking at it, breaking it down, but just even watching that guy, he he kind of had NFL all over him. And we're just so happy to see his redemption arc, you know, just overcome that adversity and and really just continue to win and work hard and let his, uh, you know, success do the talking. So that's actually really interesting because you got a lot of talented guys coming through there. Uh, expanding off that, who is the best receiver not on the Badgers you've ever gone up against? Not on the bounce I've gone against. Uh, that's a tough one, but I would probably have to say uh, Chris Alave or Rashad Bateman from um, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the first guy? Uh, Chris Alave from Ohio State. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they just have so many guys. It's like next man <laughs> up almost. But hey, we're, we're kind of like that too nowadays with Jim Leonard. Um, so expanding off that, who are a few NFL players you model your game after? Uh, it would definitely be uh, Jared Alexander. Um, and him being the Packers. <laughs> Man, uh, that was him. actually that was my next question, but yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most definitely him, just off of you know, you know, body top wise and size. Um, he's very similar to me. And uh, Ronald Darby. Okay. I kind of you know watched him with him, and then uh, most definitely Jalen Ramsey and yeah. uh, and Gilmore from uh, from the Patriots. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Gilmore, actually. I've, I've always liked him. Uh, you know, a lot of people hate the Patriots, but I've always respected his game, and I've respected their greatness. That's kind of how I describe it. Um, so so you kind of took my next question. I was going to ask you about Jair Alexander and, and what you noticed about watching him play, and you gave a really good answer right there. That's really cool for our listeners to hear. Uh, what's it like playing for Jim Leonard, and can you share something unique he's taught you? Um, man, it's it's crazy playing with such a, a experienced a guy who, who's played the game for for ten years. Man, that's that's not normal <laughs> at all, you know. And just to kind of be around him, you know, he he doesn't seen it all, you know. When you, once you played that long and played at a high level, um, you done seen it all. So you know, just the way that he can, if you have a question, you could go to him and boom, he can point you to the right direction on how you want, how you need to fix, you know, fix what you need to fix. Um, one thing he's he's taught me is is definitely technique, and it kind of uh, paid off for me this past season. Um, just trusting my technique and being me and being a pro, you know, every day, whether it's in practice, you know, off the field, and it kind of translates into the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
he's one of those guys who I, I'm pretty sure he walked on. And uh, so he's kind of had, had an incredible story, just kind of inspiring, you know, current players, future players and past players. And also kind of bringing that, uh, you know, just like football IQ acumen where he's able to rub that off on our defense. And that's just amazing. Honestly, we want we hope he stays around for a long, long time. Uh, can you share with our listeners a skill or technique you're working to get better at? Uh, it's definitely uh, forcing more fumbles. You know, we kind of pride ourselves on, on trying to create, you know, turnovers as much as possible as a defense. Yeah. We're definitely working on uh, creating turnovers, whether it's stripping the ball and definitely uh, ball skills, you know, getting more interceptions next year. You know, that's something you know, our, our fans want to see more of next year. And this, I think we're going to do it. So, so that's something definitely we're working on. We we love to hear that, man. You know, just having a having a playmaking defense can really turn the tide in, in any game. Even if you guys give up some yards, you get one interception, one forced fumble that that can really change the whole uh, outcome of everything. What's it like playing with Graham Mertz? And in your own words, what makes him unique? Um, it's fun, man. You know, uh, Graham he brings that swag to the team. And as a quarterback, you want to see a quarterback have some swag and some confidence, man. That's, that's true. One thing that, that's one thing that kid doesn't like. And um, you know, he's a, he's a great leader. You know, he's young, but you can tell you man, like he's hungry. You know, and it, it's fun being around him, man. Uh, and just to see him grow, man, he 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 has a bright, a real bright future. Yeah, actually, kind of expanding off your question or your answer right there. Uh, what's like something you've noticed just being like a you know, a defensive back going up against him in practice, like from when he first got on campus, because I believe he enrolled early to like, you know, after year one. Now he had some great, great highs and he had some, some, you know, not so great moments, but, but that's kind of how all part of the process, like what's something you've noticed even like in his brief time at Madison that he's kind of gotten better at? Uh, definitely. Um, and that's the thing. He's a, he's a very, very skilled player. He, and that's something he doesn't lack at all. So one thing that I see him uh, seeing him get better at was is making better decisions in practice. You know, he had to get the playbook down. But once he got a playbook down, man, he he just let it rip. Yeah, we definitely see what you're what you're talking about in terms of that swag, that confidence that can just like inspire a team and and fan base and uh you know will his teammates to victory. So kind of going back to a, a little bit of a more broader sense. Actually, this could be this could be uh, individual. This could be personal. This could be team wide. But maybe it could be something all three. What's a goal you want to achieve at Madison before moving on to the next level? Um, it's definitely winning uh, a national championship. Let's and go a <laughs> and a Big Ten championship. So that's something I, uh, I definitely want to accomplish. And honestly, I really think you know next year can be a year that we can do it. You know, so and. It's some good things coming. Yeah, I mean, I, I was really pleased to see a lot of the players return. Uh, you know, there's there's definitely opportunities out there. And, uh, you know, we're going to miss uh, Rashad Wild Goose. But, man, we were happy to see you and Caesar both choose to come back. That was that was great news. Um, so how about this, Fayon? If you were to describe Fayon Hicks's personal brand, how would you describe it? <laughs> personal brand. I haven't really thought much of it, but if I had to choose, man, it would definitely be, man, my toughness, either my toughness or or my uh, my quickness, man. I, I pride myself on being fast, and I pride myself on being tough. Those, those are two things that I think help me on the field and, and 
kind of create my brand as, as a badger. Yeah, I actually really like to hear that. One guy that made me think of is Casey Hayward. Uh, when he was drafted by the Packers, this guy had a pretty slow 40 time, but he had this incredible shuttle uh, speed or whatever, like the, the change of direction. And he ended up being an incredible, you know, slot corner who's gone on to get, you know, a couple of nice deals in the NFL. So, so it's almost like, you know, you can't really teach that speed, but that quickness is also very applicable to the NFL and, and just college and, and uh, the game. So that's, that's a really cool answer. Um, last question before we move on to the lightning round. Do you keep in touch with any uh, badgers in the NFL? Is your business struggling to find new customers? Does your sales team wish they had more quality leads? If so, it's time to talk to Every Door Digital. With Every Door Digital's multi-channel approach, your best prospects will see your marketing message everywhere they turn. Highly targeted ads in their mailbox, their inbox, or their smartphones, and their favorite social channels, of course. For an affordable source of sales leads, appointments, and new customers, visit everydoordigital.com today. Do you keep in touch with any uh, badgers in the NFL? Oh, most definitely, man. Uh, a lot of guys, actually. I, mean, I keep in touch with, you know, JT, uh, Quintez, um, Zach, uh, <laughs> Leon. Um, it, it's, it's, it's so many of them, man. But, you know, one thing about Wisconsin, man, once you come here, it's, it's really a, a family. You're, you're part of the family. And, you know, no matter where the guys move on to the next level, you know, got a job in, in, a, in a corporate office. You know, everybody's going to keep in touch. So definitely keep in touch with those guys. That's amazing. And we hope it, you know, we hope it always stays like that. It's it's just cool seeing, a, like, just so many players from the same, you know, age range kind of making noise at the collegiate level, making noise at the NFL level. You know, if they don't get their opportunities right away, they put their head down, they grind, and then when they see the field, they they make the most of it. It's it's just it's it's a very prideful thing watching Badgers play in the NFL. So that's that's really cool to hear. Uh, so now we're doing the lightning round. So basically, I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and I'm going to ask that you try your best to keep the responses to one or two sentences. Sound good? Okay. Alrighty. So, what's your go-to meal lately? Uh. Shoot, go to meal, uh, fish and grits. Okay, who's a musical art musical artist you've been listening to a lot this year? Uh, Lil Baby. All right, all right. We've we've been hearing a few Lil Babies. <laughs> a lot of people on Lil Baby. Um, Apple Music or Spotify? Ooh, definitely Apple Music. Okay, that one's pretty split. Uh, what about a good book you've read? A good book I read would be the autobiography of uh, Asada Shakur. Is that a, is, Tupac's mom? Uh, it's Tupac's auntie, and she was a Black Panther. Oh, cool. Okay. What's your favorite class you've ever taken? Uh, would be my my hip hop class <laughs> was my favorite class. That was actually a good class. It taught us the history of hip hop. Yeah, like when did they start? I took a I took a musical history class in college and and we kind of went through every genre. So I'm just curious, like, are you talking about like NWA? Or are, you, are they going back even before that? Or yeah, they actually go back into when hip hop was really just DJing. So it, it goes back into literally the beginning. 
it's cool, man. We've come a long way. These these producers make it make it pretty easy for these rappers nowadays. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so how about this? Next place you want to visit? Next place I want to visit is Egypt. I want to see the pyramids. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome because I want to see the Seven Wonders someday as well. So that's that's not your average answer, but that's awesome to hear. Uh, favorite sport outside of football? Definitely basketball. Okay. Do you have a team you follow? Uh, the Heat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Heat knocked the Bucks out of the playoffs. That was tough, but they got really good management down there. Uh, if you could start or pursue any charity, what would it be? Um, a charity to mental health. Okay. Do you want to expand on that at all, or? Uh, it's just you know, growing up, you know, I I have family members who struggle with mental health, so I understand that you know the importance of, you know, the uh, how there's a lack of resources towards mental health, and that's something you know as I go on, I kind of want to, you know, just give back to, and helping creating more uh, resources for those who struggle with it. Yeah, that's a that's a that's really encouraging because it is one of those growing things. And we always like to wrap up our show this way. How's the family and how is Fayon Hicks the person doing? Um man, me individually is doing great, man. You know, I'm going to, you know, my one of my lashes as a badger and it's you know, I, I wouldn't rather do it any other way. You know, family's doing great, you know, everyone's staying healthy. I'm staying healthy, and that's the most important part, man. Amen. You know, it's. I think uh, the last year has given us a lot of time to just like zoom out and see what really matters. So that's that's great to hear, Fan. Uh, that wraps things up for today. Uh, we want to thank Fan for coming on the show. Fan, any final thoughts for Badgers fans all, all across the country, all across the world? Man, thank you for bringing me on. You no know, Badgers fans, keep you no know, keep being Badgers, man, and supporting us all the way through. Love y'all and go Badgers. Go Badgers. All right. Well, thank you for listening, Badgers fans. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help support the show, easiest ways to do that are simply tell a friend. Tell another Badgers fan, uh, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. Any of those things goes a long way and is deeply appreciated. If you're on Twitter, that's a great way to connect with us, too. You can find us at Ike Badgers, where we post analysis, highlights, scores, and more. Pure sports without the politics. And make sure to follow Fan on Twitter as well. Fan, what's your what's your handle real quick for the fans? Fayon, F-A-I-O-N, underscore Hicks, H-I-C-K-S. All righty. And lastly, if you're an athlete or business and want to talk branding, send us an email at welcome to Ike at gmail.com. A lot more exciting things to come. My name is KJ Ikestead. We're here with Fayon Hicks, and this has been another great episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. So until next time, Badgers fans, we out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. The Badgers and Friends series, we're excited that you're here and we thank you again for listening. If you want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's how we can continue to give great value to you. Badgers fans, more great episodes on the way. Until next time, on Wisconsin.
Paradise, paradise, paradise. The wind changes my mind. Stop. 